0: Delaware Governor John Carney is issued an indoor mask mandate as COVID cases soar in the first state. This is Don Rush. The explosion of cases began after Thanksgiving, with emergency rooms seeing more and more patients. It's estimated 70% of the cases come from those who are unvaccinated. One of the major health care providers is BB Healthcare. We talked with Dr. David Tam, President and CEO, who says they are not at the crisis standard care level yet. So what are you doing then to deal with uh, the incoming flux, as we see it anyway, of uh, patients?
1: So what we are doing is managing every day, identifying how to bring more resources into the inpatient Component of the health system because that's the part that's having the biggest challenge, not just because of COVID, as you can, as you know, but also because of the staffing shortages that are national with respect to inpatient nurses. What we're doing today is we continue to move other staff into inpatient areas and effective today. We are starting once again to reduce even further our surgeries, our elective surgeries, which just mean that they're scheduled surgeries and postponing them to bring more personnel into the inpatient space.
0: So what kind of impact then has um, the Omicron virus then had on the hospital?
1: You know, even though some people say that the Omicron variant results in a milder type of illness, the fact of the matter is the transmissibility of the Omicron variant is so high that there are more people who have the variant who are now coming in and getting sick. So even though the number, the, the, the percentage of people who have Omicron may need hospitalization is lower, the fact is with more people having Omicron, there are still more people coming into the hospital that need hospitalization to treat their Omicron disease.
0: What is the situation in terms of your staff? How are they holding up?
1: Well, they're holding up as best as they can. You know, one of the things that we have done here at BB Healthcare is we've applied non-clinical staff to do as much as possible to take care of the clinical staff who are then doing Clinical work, and I want to make that distinction. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I spent about seven hours as actually a unit secretary working on one of our inpatient units, answering phones, right, transferring calls, doing paperwork, restocking. You know, we've been able to get nine National Guard that uh, can now come on board. They are doing that non clinical work. That's one of the reasons why we continue to remain in a contingency phase and not. Uh, accepting or adopting crisis standards of care at this point.
0: What do you do for the staff who obviously have been working like crazy and it's it's a pretty exhausting um, and certainly takes a toll emotionally.
1: Everybody on the team is focused on taking care of patients. So that means that nurses are not doing it alone. We have, I think it's so important for staff to feel that they are not alone and having people like the national guard come in, you know, or volunteers, Uh, from the uh, Delaware uh, Reserve Medical Corps or people like that coming in and providing that support.
0: Uh, How effective do you think these uh, efforts to, say, get people to wear masks indoors? There's, I guess, obviously not a mandate for a vaccination, but certainly there's a hesitancy by people to get vaccinated. What kind of impact do you see all of this having on this disease?
1: I have certainly fully applaud and encourage and appreciate uh, the governor uh, and his indoor mask mandate. Um, I think that it's always important for every one of us to be able to continue to talk from our perspectives about the importance of wearing a mask, washing your hands, you know, watching your I'll give you a great example. Last year at this time, last year at this time, you know, when everybody, when we had no vaccine, right, we had no COVID vaccine, we had a flu vaccine, um, we only had like like four to ten, I don't know what the number was flu cases. This year, that number has quadrupled. Actually, I think it's like 70 or 80 cases of flu in the state. You know, washing your hands and wearing a mask and watching your distance was critical in so many ways to making sure that people weren't infected. And don't forget, flu and COVID are both uh, sort of cousins of the same kind of viral illness. And so it's so important to continue to push on people wearing a mask, washing their hands, wa- watching the distance. And of course the last one now is, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting a vaccine.
0: Do you, as, uh, going through, a, an immediate wave of uh, Omicron or, I mean, some people suggested that this could then dissipate within the next few months. What sense do you guys get, uh, from what you're seeing there?
1: Well, I think that we'll continue to, the models show that we'll continue to have Omicron and that this, will, this surge will continue and then peak within a couple of weeks. I hope so. Uh, if it's sooner, that's great. And I think the real question is, how do we as an industry and how do we as BB Healthcare continue to uh, prepare ourselves for the potential of other surges coming up in the future? You know, this is a virus that continues to mutate and change. Uh, and we have to be ready to make sure that uh, we can take care of our community as, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this pandemic evolves over time.
0: You think we're going to have to live with this for a long time? This virus is here to stay.
1: I think, yes, we are going to have to live with this virus for a long time. And the main question that I don't know if anybody can answer is the impact of the virus and its presence in terms of that impact on hospitals health systems. You know, I mean, we've had to live with flu for years. We're here. We're going to continue providing the care and respectfully ask everybody to wear wear their mask, watch their distance, wash your hands, get the vaccine, and recognize that we're going to continue providing the same level of care as we always have. It might require a little bit of a wait might require that we postpone some things when it's medically appropriate. And so please, please, please continue to uh, uh, be kind and respectful to our staff.
0: Dr. David Tam, president and CEO of BB Healthcare. This is Don Rush for Delmarva Public Media.